Welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' Series, a month-long event celebrating the authors and narrators that bring romance stories to life. Listen along as Viviana, Enchantress of Books, interviews your favorite writers and voices, share special guest posts, and stay tuned for some special information at the conclusion of the episode. Hi, everyone. Today, I have the pleasure of chatting with narrator Amber Lee Connors. Welcome to the Audiobook Loving Series, Amber. How are you doing today? Hello, Viviana. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Jazz hands. You can't see any, but I'm doing them. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited to talk to you because you have such an eclectic and wide range of work under your belt that we're going to be getting to. So why don't we start by having you tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been narrating, and how you got into audiobooks. Ooh, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. So um, it kind of like goes in tandem with like how long I've been voice acting. So um, I started voice acting um, 16 years ago, <laughs> um, back when I was 15. And um, I'm from Ohio originally. And as you could probably imagine, there's like nothing in Ohio really like for the for any type of VO industry. So um, I was doing everything online. And, um, you know, like indie games, like I'm um, all kind like commercials, all kinds of stuff. And um I originally started doing like, um, funny enough, like children's books, like some of my first early stuff in Ohio was um, children's book uh, narration, and um, also did like some school modules, you know, where like they play like the, the book on tape or whatever, and then ah, like listen to it. I was like, oh, this is cool. So I got to do some pretty cool stuff. I remember like one of them, I got to do like a, like a fault in your stars or something. I was like, oh, that's neat. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, um, I moved to Texas in 2016 because I was like, ah, oh, like I would like to live somewhere where there's like more work. So um, I did that. And then, um, of course, like Funimation at the time, like um, is in Texas. So I started doing like um, more stuff for like anime and like there's some game studios. So I started doing that. And then um, I remember, I think it was like early like 2017, if not early 2018, I was like, oh, you know what I would really love to do? I'd really love to do like full audiobooks because I'd only done like children's books and uh, the modules for a while. And um, so I I looked into it. I went to um, this like voice acting convention, like Via Atlanta, and they had like some like, yeah, they had like some panels on it and everything. I was like, oh, this is really cool. I'm going to take notes. And then I had made it my goal for that year. I was like, okay, I was going to get my first book and um, I did. So that was really, really awesome. So like, um, I think that was like the tail end of like 2017. I don't think the book uh, came out to like 2018. Um, but that was, that was really cool. And um, I, I loved it. Like it was, I was always so worried about like doing it before. Cause I was like, oh, like, you know, like there's just so much to juggle, like with all the different voices, how do you remember it and everything? And then I was like, no, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it and we'll figure it out from there. So um it was, it was really fun and really rewarding. So like, um, I just kind of snowballed from there, um, along with everything, all the other work I do, like the, uh, the anime, the video games, commercials, like I also get to do audiobooks now and, um, it's super cool. It's funny, Vivian, cause I was just thinking the other day, cause like everything kind of like stems from like my childhood. Cause like, I knew I always wanted to be a voice actor and, um, I would, play games that didn't have voices and I would do the voices by myself but I completely forgot until like the other day like core memory here that um I would just sit like a little weirdo and just read books out loud to myself (laughs) like (laughs) for hours for hours I was like oh this makes sense I'm I'm here (laughs) I've arrived (laughs) you were manifesting it even back then (laughs) yeah yeah because I completely forgot like um, I like it started with um me and my one of my friends and like 
third grade or something, we would take turns reading books out loud while one of us played like a computer game because it was a one player game. You can play at the same time. And then just evolved to me, like was always an avid reader, but like reading just out loud to myself, just in my room by myself, just sitting in the middle of the room, just reading a book out loud. <laughs> look, at, look at you doing dual narration at such a young age. I am just th- like, wow. At the fact that you started doing it at 15, because it always seems like, I wish I would have known this could have been a career. Oh yeah. When I was 15, um, to kind of prep myself to take the, cause I totally would have, um, anything to do right. with either, you know, it's like book covers. Can you imagine the photographer of the hot guys for those book covers? Woo! I mean, like, dude, there's so many different options oh, for and, sure. and all they tell us is about, you know, be a teacher, be a nurse, be, I mean, all perfectly great careers Oh yeah, and things like that. And, and very honorable for many of them, but I'm like, now later on I'm like I wish they would have told us <laughs> yeah, yeah I it, it's crazy because like you said nobody really talks about it and even when I was well and I was like oh I want to do this people are like what is that like what are you what are you talking about and um I think if it wasn't for you know growing up like my, my mom was a gamer no <laughs> so, um, she's a gamer, so she got me into video games very young I don't think if it was for that like I would have even like registered because I just was like oh like a true story, um, Viviana, what I really wanted to do when I grew up was be Laura Croft, but um, you can't, it's not a profession. And then I was yeah. like, oh, I'm an archaeologist, but I'm like, oh, that doesn't involve like raiding tombs and shooting dinosaurs. So I'm kind of not, <laughs> not interested, but I was like, oh, well, if I could voice Laura Croft then I could do those things. And um, then I literally, like, I kid you not, like when I was 15, I sat down and just Googled how to become a voice actor. Wow. Um, and it's taken, it's taken many years. Like, I think I was doing it for about like, um, 10 years before I even moved to Texas and before I even got anything that people would know me for, um, work-wise. So it's crazy. But like you said, I'm like, man, like, I wish people would have like known stuff sooner. <laughs> I mean, you started like literally working at 15. I was at rave at the store, uh, working there <laughs> at 15 and 16. Um, cause you know, has to get a job. Otherwise no car. <laughs> among other things but yeah that is that wow 15 <sighs> I, I wasn't making money at 15 I was doing it uh, as a hobby um, still you know still, yeah very very thankful to have, to have found like something so young and my mom was always very supportive like she, she's really cool <laughs> so when you say your mom was a gamer was it like Nintendo or Atari oh I mean she she goes as far back as she was telling me um in in school she would skip lunch and save her lunch money so she could go to the arcade and <laughs> play games after school so um yeah like she did atari um i grew up like on, on nintendo um she let me play mortal kombat at a very young age but um, yeah it's so good and yeah um, you love like resident evil and like silent hill and, like yep. Tomb i love all those games so uh it worked out <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh we start off my mom was also like a gamer that way she loved the video games but with atari and i'm thinking yeah. if that was the case if i would have i mean back then it was like what that was not voiceover um and then super mario brother was like yay luigi no that's not gonna (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, it wasn't until street fighter and then mortal kombat those two were like finish her and i'm like yeah i kick your butt (laughs) let's fucking go yeah But yeah, it's, it's amazing how sometimes the things that we used to do as children 
can come back and, you know, throw an entire, you know, 190 kind of a thing and like, oh, here you are again. And books, reading out loud, video games for you too. And, you know, all that other fun stuff that you do. Oh my gosh. Because you, uh, not only as a narrator for audiobooks, but you mentioned it before you do um, video games as well as um, animation. So like dubbing, uh, you know, for all those animes that are done abroad. And it's not like just one or two, like she's done a lot, like a lot. <laughs> yeah, very, very fortunate um, to have had um, opportunities to like audition for stuff like that. Um, it's it's interesting because like, like uh, mentioning like the childhood stuff, because like, um, funny enough, like I actually, when I was, um, when I was a child, like I really struggled learning how to read. Like, um, I just could not, I, and I remember so distinctly, like I could not understand how letters that were called something made a different sound. I'm like, why is it, does, why is a, if it's called a make like, ah, like, why is that? Like, I did not understand. Ooh. And, um, I remember, I, yeah, I'm just like, I couldn't get, I could, I'm like, but why, if it's a and B, why is it a, not a and B? Like why I did, could not get it. Um, and you know, like the, the school system that um, I was in, like, it just, however they were like teaching me, like it just was not connecting. Like I could not, like, I didn't know really how to read um, until like the middle of first grade, like if not closer to second grade. And the only reason I learned how to read goes back to my mom. And she, um, she made a board game. She like modded a um, version of Candyland for me and we would play and practice reading that way. And I swear that's the only reason I was able to learn how to read. And um ever since I was able to read, like I was just reading books all the time, like constantly, constantly. So um, I'm really glad it worked out because uh, the career I've chosen involves a lot of reading, both as like a narrator and for anime and stuff, it's all cold reading. So you don't even get the scripts in advance. You just have to do it in the moment. So Wow. Um, yeah. So really? Because one of my questions was like, what's the difference in the prepping um, oh, for stuff that you God. do, like, um, you know, the animation and the video games versus yeah. the audiobooks, and you're like, with it, cold reads, I'm like, damn, that's yeah, a lot of difference. It, it's a huge difference. So, like, it's really cool with audiobooks because, as you know, you get like the manuscript in advance, you get notes on the characters, you usually get like pronunciation guides, you can talk to the author and be like, what are you thinking for like this character? Like, what accents are you looking for? For anime and for games, like 90% of the time, you roll up into a session, you don't even know what you're doing. You don't know who you're voicing unless you're continuing a role and you're seeing the script for the first time. And then you have to match timing, match lip flaps. Like <laughs> it's very technically difficult. It's like totally opposite. And um, I love them both for different reasons. They're both challenging in very different ways. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, it's, it's nuts because I mean, like, again, like you were saying, being able to at least get a gist of what the character may sound like based on what the f- information that you're receiving. Yeah. How do you then decide what the character is going to sound like when it's video games and, anim- and animation then because yeah. I mean, you do accents you do deeper voices you do younger sounding voices and some creepy as shit voices uh, <laughs> thank you <laughs> that was a compliment people I appreciate you know. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> yeah it's um that's another really good question Viviana because like um you know like I, like with audiobooks like you have everything kind of like laid out there and um it it's so different per medium so for video games it depends if you have character images or not. If I have a character image, I can kind of extrapolate pretty quickly, like what this, what is going to sound good coming out of like their face. And um, for like anime and animation, like usually you have like those visuals. So it makes it easier in that regard. It's more technically challenged skill wise, um, technically challenging skill wise. Um, but like with that, like, you know, um, 
for anime, like even though we're doing it cold, we get to hear um, the Japanese audio before we do it. So we can hear what they sounded like. We can hear what kind of inflection and tone they had, not to necessarily mimic, but just to kind of like figure out the ballpark because for games and anime, we also record by ourselves. So we don't really interact with other actors. So sometimes if you're coming in for a session, um, especially like for anime where you're kind of building it, as you go, like you might be the first person to record for that episode. So nobody else has recorded yet in English. So <laughs> um, it's good and bad. It's good because you're like setting the pace and then other people have to respond to you. But then at the same time, um, it's it's harder because you're acting in a void, which um, is kind of like audiobooks too. So I mean, I personally like it, but um, yeah. So like for that, like um, we'd have the script and we'd have like two monitors usually. One has a, the like the script on it, and then one has um, the video. So we preview a, a line or a series of lines before we come in for it. And then with ADR, there's like three beeps. So um, it would go like beep, 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 and then where the fourth imaginary beep um, would be is when you start talking. And then um, we'd preview it in the Japanese audio first, or whatever the source language is, if it's like a live action dub or so on and so forth. And then um, we would come in and do our take in, in English after, and then make sure it has to make sure it has to like fit timing and match the mouth and all that kind of crazy stuff is also like good performance wise and emotion wise. <laughs> um, so that's like different in that way. So we do have that reference. Um, and thankfully you have directors for both of these. So like with audiobooks, a lot of it, even though you have that back and forth with um, the author, you're still kind of usually recording it by yourself, unless it's for like a really, really like a, at least a really big company like uh, Disney. Um, and from my experience and then um for video games like sometimes you have audio references sometimes you don't like if it's a completely like brand new game and it wasn't like from a source like like a different country like let's say it's like made in the U.S. you won't have those references so you'll um, maybe if you're lucky you'll have a picture um, otherwise you're really relying on the director <laughs> to be like do this <laughs> um, but if you do have that source it makes it easier because you're like okay well she sounds like breathy like medium and she's like an elf I'll I know where to put her it'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good question thanks yeah it, it's just uh because of what I've seen of the video games and what I play and the same thing with the animation and all these other books and stuff it's all it's very different sometimes and I'm like how do they decide especially when I've listened to the Japanese or the original source and oh, yeah. sometimes the the girls tend to be a bit of a higher pitch if they're the good guys and then a bit of a lower pitch this way if they're the bad guys for the girls you know and I'm like oh, okay I picked up on that but like but I like her voice for her, the good guy for the good guy <laughs> instead of that annoying pitchiness <laughs> It's like, it's so circumstantial. Cause like sometimes, um, sometimes you have like, like either like the director, like helped cast it, or you have a casting director. And then sometimes like actors, like, like have to get approved by the client side in, in Japan. And, um, depending on like what the original source sounds like too, sometimes they like to match it exactly. Sometimes it doesn't matter so much, but yeah, it's kind of just like, you, you don't really know. So like, um, I guess like this goes, um, the same for audiobooks. You just have to have a lot in, in your toolbox. Like you have to already kind of know your range and like what you're able to do and have like voices like that. Cause I mean, of course with everything, the acting is the most important, but like, it, like you're saying, if you have to match like a little girl versus like a sultry, like thirties, like femme fatale, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, you need to have that in your repertoire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like I said, you have a huge range. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And not only from that, from the, the tones and stuff, but even the accents. Um, 
it's it's interesting for me as well with this different yeah. dual process that you do because sometimes the authors don't provide a whole lot of information to oh, the narrators. Yeah. It's in the book, and but sometimes when you're doing dual narration, you are only reading the female parts, and the descriptive of how she sounds is in the guy's point of view. <laughs> I that like anytime like I'm doing like a dual narration project if I have the full manuscript which I usually do I will read the other chapters because other I'm like what is happening like what just happened because like as you know there's huge chunks of plot that are like split into both perspectives I'm just like where am I who am I what's going on <laughs> yeah and also they they do the um the comparison um with you as far as audiobooks go you as the uh female and the heroine and then that of the hero certain names are pronounced differently and the words or places and stuff like that you guys, I, you know, most of the time you guys will get in sync and kind of do a little bit of that prep session beforehand saying, Hey, this is, I started recording first. So this is how I said it, deal with it. Uh, (laughs) That does that also happen with the video games or or in in the animation or no? I mean, it like, basically like, it's kind of like first come, you know, like whatever, because, um, usually like the director, thank, thank God we have directors because yeah. usually it's the director's job to pick pronunciation and keep it consistent. So, um, but if you're the actor and you just happen to say something a certain way, um, I guess like, yeah, like if you just like, um, if you say something a certain way, and, but you're one of the first ones to record and like the director liked it, they're just like, ah, that's what it is. And then everybody else has to match you. And sometimes it's great. And sometimes it's like, oh no, that's not how I would like, I guess, yeah, it's not like, um, I have an example. It's not like a perfect example, but um, kind of like how people say like either or either, like two different ways. Um, you could do that with names. You do that with other words and stuff. And you're like, oh shoot, okay. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, especially if, if it's one thing if different characters are saying it differently, uh, but if yes. your character you've done it only being either, 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 yeah. why all of a sudden is she saying either in his POV? <laughs> Right, right, exactly. It's like stuff like that. It's like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, because we get behind the scenes videos from, from uh, some of our narrators, which we love and adore, thank you. Uh, we know when there's a that rare, rare, rare moment when a mistake happens. <laughs> and um, either we get blooper reels if they get shared, um, which are always hilarious. Uh, do you um, have a process that's similar as far as the punch and roll that most narrators do in audiobooks for the characters in the video games? And how is that different? Oh, man, like, I mean, everybody, everybody messes up in every medium. It doesn't matter, like, who you are, like, 100%. So, um, yeah, usually it's like, oh, like, read this wrong. It's very similar. You'll, you'll kind of laugh, and then you'll just come in for a retake. <laughs> um yeah, it's, it's really funny. Like, um, I just, all, all levels, all levels. It, it, it's usually like my favorite kinds of like bloopers. Like when you mess up and accidentally say something that, uh, <laughs> has like some profanity in it and you're like, ah, oh, that, that shit, that wasn't in there. Um, I, um, I also like do, um, some work as like, um, as a director, for um for games and anime so like um one of my favorite one of my favorite bloopers that another actor did she um she messed up and then she's like ah fuck me dead and I just I lost my shit like I could not <laughs> stop laughing <laughs> I'm writing that down fuck me dead yeah, I was like, oh my god that's great <laughs> yeah that that that's the descriptive right there for sure <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah 
it's really awesome when some of these uh, creative yeah. words come out uh, of you guys and we get to see some of that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it's also time consuming because of the punch and roll that you guys do a lot though. It's yeah. almost like a, you would have to be recording like almost two tracks right. one for the audio audio book and the other one for the oopsies. Yeah. All the bloopers. All yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of work that you do and your tool is your voice. Do you have like a ritual or a routine or something to get that muscle going before you get into the booth or the studios? Oh man, like that's, that's really good. Like that's, that's also a good question. Um, yeah, like, I mean, uh, like it's, it's so interesting. Cause there's like different, there's like, because like you said, like it is a tool, like it is a muscle. There's like different ways to kind of take care of it. And, um, first of all, I drink a shit ton of water shit ton of water. Like I have like a 64 ounce thing of water that I fill like four times a day. <laughs> but, um, so I make sure I have a lot of water beforehand, um, which is just a habit now, but, um, yeah, like singing is really good. Um, just kind of like doing some basic cold reading. Um, weirdly enough, like, I think one of the best things is like exercising, like in, in general, like just wakes everything up and, um, it's man, especially like I personally stand for all my recording, like everything I do, all my books, um, even my directing, I stand. Um, so it's like definitely like building that endurance too on top yeah. of like, like, voice. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I tend to, speaking of bloopers and tying into that, like I tend to be like very big physically. So like <laughs> sometimes like I'll smack the mic, uh, stand on accident or like hit my hand on the booth wall. Cause I'm like, <laughs> really getting into it that's why I stand <laughs> oh goodness yeah I can ugh. that's happened a few times in my uh my day in the life when you know I have a, a stool that I use for the feet and there's always a little bit of you know a little bit of rocker but standing up for how how long do you record usually it's about every couple of hours or do you have a longer stamina oh, yeah. now <laughs> yeah um, I mean I guess because of um all the different things that I'm doing and um it's kind of like a little bit of everything um mm-hmm. on any given day um I've had most recently, like, you know, I've been working from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. pretty much straight. So, um, yeah, it's, um, I usually, I usually do like about like four hours of books a day. Um, when I have like stuff, like when I have titles like going on, um, and then on top of like, you know, like for, for games and like for like anime and like directing and everything, like also it's, it's been pretty crazy. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like before, like it's definitely something I've built up over time because I was not able to do that before a hundred percent. Yeah. No, like I'm, I'm the lean type of girl. I lean on things. So yeah. 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 So it's one of those like, yep, no, can't do that. Yeah, no, like I, de- I definitely like, if it's like getting like for a long day, like I'll put my arm up on the boot and kind of like lean forward and just be like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm doing it. Yeah. Got to keep that stamina up. Well, one more chapter. So they always say one more chapter. One more chapter. Yeah. The one thing that us Americans, I yeah. think tend to be more a sucker for accents because of the oh, yeah. exoticness or the you know, the uniqueness of it all. It just, damn, some words just sound better in accents. Oh yeah. What is your favorite accent to perform? Oh, I love doing British. I love doing, (laughs) I love doing (laughs) like, like received pronunciation British. It's, it's my favorite. Um, it also, like you're saying, like it also, like when you're doing audiobooks, it just helps distinguish characters too. So if there's ever like, you know, again, going back to elves, like, I just feel like elves should have British accents in general. Yes. There's an elf in a book. I'm like, they have to be British. Like, I'm just going to do it. And <laughs> we'll see. Um, if, especially if the authors and have any stipulations, I just like do it. And then I'm like, if they don't like it, they'll have me change it. So 
<laughs> yeah, but um, I like throwing that little spice in. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, oh, it's so nice. And like, especially like once you get into like, there's so many different types of British accents too. Yep. So like, you could just be like, oh, like this one could be like Cockney and like everything. And it's, it's really good. There are fun. And that's one of the many listeners' favorites. It's the British, I think the Irish, and then the Scottish. Oh my gosh. As far as I, abroad goes. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, in the States, I think it's one of those Southern, either a cowboy, especially when they go darling. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I am. Um, I also like love listening to audiobooks. And um, speaking of Scottish accents, like one of my favorite um, audiobooks is um, Alan Cumming did like this amazing narration of um, a novel adaptation of Macbeth. And it was just phenomenal. So good. I was like, oh, Scottish accents. So good. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely a favorite of mine. I, I know that they always go sometimes with the caricature of the yes. Irish and stuff like that, but it's very nice. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. So on the opposite spectrum, what is the hardest for you to perform? Oh man. Like, um, it's like, yeah, that's, that's a really good question. I would say like everything is like challenging in a different way. Um, I think a lot of people would expect me to say intimate scenes, but like, not necessarily, like not necessarily. Um, I will say like, I don't know if this, it might make it more difficult, but like sometimes I'm, I, I kind of fangirl a little bit. I'm just like, I'm just, I'll stop just be like, oh my God, that's so hot. Or like, oh my God, <laughs> oh, he's so attractive. Like I can't like, <laughs> especially like if there's like really spicy dialogue, like in, in my perspective and like, I'm, I'm doing the male voice. I'm just like, oh my God, she's so hot. Like I'm just like a little nerd over here. <laughs> it, it, it happens to all of us. There are, there's been times where I've had to remind myself that. Yeah that that the voice is being done by a female and I'm like uh Nicole I love you um I'm just really hot for Simon <laughs> it's just like oh my gosh it's, it's great like um yeah. and there, there are so many like um ta- like of course like male and female narrators are both extremely talented but like there are a couple of my favorite fantasy books I listen to where like it's just all narrated by a woman and like the the male characterization is just always so good because it's like a completely different speaking style and I'm like man props to you love it <laughs> yeah yeah and accents have a lot to do with that because it can yes. help like you were saying with this distinguishing and oh and God. giving them the different little nuances yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are fun. Spicy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, I know that um, you said that British was your favorite. So um, what's the hardest for you to perform? You have like the, is it like the French oh. accent or like a Yes, German? it is French. You just, it is French. <laughs> French. French is like the bane of my existence for <laughs> performing. <laughs> it's just an accent that I've always struggled with. And um I'll, if I'm working on a book with it, like I'll freshen up and then it'll like, it'll be a little harder in the beginning and then it'll be okay by the time I get to the end. But then I just kind of put it away. I'm like, I'm not using you again until I have to. And then it's like, oh no, you're back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I I do like the French accent. It's just hard for me. Like it's very difficult. Like Mm -hmm. I don't, my brain just cannot compute. So um, that's when I definitely struggle with. (laughs) I always fall back. And again, it's it's a character trip, but like Pepe Le Pew. Oh, you know yeah, what you know yeah. that's like and that again character here but I'm like we aren't of all the accents that's not one that's usually very popular but it seems to be becoming more popular in maybe in the past year and a half right, uh, right. yeah usually it's a guy but when you're doing doing narration you're stuck with it yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. exactly have you done duet I have done duet yeah, yeah like, um, I like I like 
I like duet and I like full narration, like for different reasons. I think it's really cool having like the perspective change and being like, oh, cool. And like, um, having like an, like an actual guy do guy voices. I'm like, that's great. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, and then, um, for like the full narration, it's cool because like, you know, you get to voice everybody and, um, they're, they're both interesting and challenging in their own ways. Cause like, like we mentioned with either, 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 like you have to make sure things are consistent with your partner. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. That is true. And also even within yourself sometimes, because you oh. have all these voices in your head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah. it's, um, I'll definitely cut little samples of them. Um, if it's like a bigger book or if it's like a long running series, I'll cut samples of the characters so I can reference them later. Um, but Yar, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. You mentioned that a little bit before when it comes down to romance, what we do have yeah. is the spiciness of it all. You know, we have those yeah. more intimate scenes and sometimes those intimate scenes can be just when they're really bickering and bantering with each other, but just really close and they're like just about to kiss. Um, how has it that been for you considering that doesn't happen a whole lot, especially those bedroom scenes or on the couch or on the table or in the car? It doesn't really happen for, you know, animation, at least not the, some of the stuff that you're doing that I'm aware of, yeah. unless you have, yeah. that's a different conversation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, like basically, like um, I will only put my real name on certain things. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like um, I I I like I've always like I was saying before, like I've always been a huge reader. Like I love reading books. I love reading romance. Like I love reading fantasy since I was like young. And like I read other things too, like horror and stuff. But we're not talking about horror right now. <laughs> um, unless we are. No, I don't know. No, we can but, talk um, about anything. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, like, I, like, it's just, you know, like, um, some people are like, oh, like I've had people like come and be like, like, oh, like, how do you do that? Like, like, are you not embarrassed? I'm just like, well, first of all, um, do, having done a lot of anime, there is very, very little that can <laughs> make me embarrassed. One of my characters in the show, um, called Keijo, she literally, um, attacked, uh, with her boobs and butt and would scream things like vacuum butt cannon. So after that, I'm like, there's nothing, there's nothing beyond that, that can, <laughs> it's fine. Um, oh yeah, yeah. some so of like, the stuff I've seen, I'm like, oh boy. It's wild. Yeah, it's wild. And like, you know, like, like romance, like love, like sex, like it's all part of being human and being like a person. So mm-hmm. I personally never minded like performing those things. Um, it's just, it's always, I would say the hardest part of it, especially like a lot of times it's more breathy. So like sustaining that breathiness for like pages and pages is where it's just like, oh no, I'm a little lightheaded. Like that's, yeah. that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I can maybe say that it might be a little bit more like, hi, if you were doing duet narration and they were in the same, oh, you know, yeah. like in the zooming right. at this point, right? You're like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like, um, for me, I'm just like, okay, how can I make this, especially if like I'm narrating like the male points to, I'm like, how can I make this as hot as possible? Like, let's go, let's, let's, let's do it. Like what, like what kind of cadence would I want to hear? Like a guy perform this by, and that's kind of how I'm just like, okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. And it yes. translates really well. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> Is there a genre that you have yet to narrate in that you'd like to? Oh man. So like, I mean, I really, I I love, I just love books. Like I love narrating everything. Um, I would 
I'd be interested in doing horror. I haven't done any horror. I kind of, it's really interesting because like genres, as I'm sure you know, Viviana, just like kind of come to you as a narrator. Like it's, so I end up doing um, a lot of romance, which I love, like, you know, I've done a lot of sci-fi and I do a lot of RPG lit for some reason, which I think is really cool. I've always been interested in the genre, but I just constantly have RPG lit coming to me. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, and I've done like some monster girl like type stuff, but um, I would really love to do more fantasy in general. Like I'd love to do more high fantasy. I also really, really love fairies and fae. Um, like I love like the Cruel Prince series and A Court of Thorns and Roses. Like I would love to do anything in that vein. I'm like, please, please find me. <laughs> yeah, well, you're putting it out there, authors. If you have uh, anything to do with fairy queens and stuff like that. Sexy fae daddies. Hit yeah. Me. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, it, no, there, there's a lot of that, especially with PNR. I, I know that people tend to think PNR is just vampires and or shifters yeah but there's which is a also gamut spicy. yeah absolutely and they've gotten creative with the shifters they used to be just the wolf and then it became like what other animals right. and they, 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 apparently there's even a squirrel so I'm not, yeah i mean there's everything nowadays but yeah i i love that the fair the the, the fae and like the light in the dark phase and stuff like that and those, yeah. are, those are always fun it's a couple of authors Same. that do that in romance that really do it well too Oh, it's so good it's so good uh, <laughs> well yeah, you said it out there so they're listening I out there in the universe um but I am always happy to do pretty much anything like I just I just love <laughs> I love books <laughs> I love books well that's that's great I mean obviously that makes you happy and that's always a, a plus I know sometimes yeah. you guys do get pigeonholed a little bit when it comes down to certain genres or uh, whether because that's all they've heard and you're really good at it which is good but I'm like at the same time, I'm like, you know, I could do other things, right? I could do other accents or I can play other type of characters. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite type of character to perform? Oh, any kind of like, there's a few. I really, really love doing psychopaths. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, <a first. laughs> Yeah, I, it's just, it's so fun. It, like that, not that, um, that translate across to any of the work I do. Like, it's my favorite. I think it's because you just really get to like, let go and like be unhinged. So um, I love voicing like psychopaths and then for um, audiobooks that could be male or female, like uh, fictional, fictional male psychopaths are really hot. (laughs) 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 So um, yeah, like those are really fun. And then um, yeah, anytime I get to use a British accent to win, that's a, that's a bonus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we get so many different types of characters from the brooding to the, the quiet and then not so quiet and yes. depending on the subgenre you get the you know the dark romance so the, the guys are dark romance yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing I'm like I wouldn't date you in real life but you're definitely a book boyfriend babe <laughs> yeah it's just like oh this would be so problematic IRL yeah. but fiction wise <laughs> sign me up like especially when they're like like very like like jealous and like spicy like mm-hmm. controlling in books I'm like ooh, you can stay yeah <laughs> yeah in real life we're like can we dumb that can we dim that down like 10 or 15 25 percent yeah. you know it's it's, like can you not <laughs> yeah yeah it's cute but not that much yeah, dim, it, exactly. yeah, dim it down dim it down <laughs> yeah. um, you mentioned that you love reading and that you even listen do you listen to audiobooks too as well I believe you said um, yeah. do you have like a favorite 
um, author or narrator I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit oh yeah so this is this is really this is a really really good um question so um my one of my favorite authors like you know again I'm mentioning my, my fairy books like um I love I love Holly Black um so so much and um uh as far as like I, I listen to so much like I like you know I love other authors like you know Stephen King and whatnot but like specifically we're talking about like fairy fantasy right now it's gonna be it's gonna be Holly Black and um uh Sarah who um did the um court series and then um as far as like one of like my favorite like book series that like I really really love I love the Bone Witch series by Ben Chapeco like I I I love those books so much and um the narrator for it she's actually like one of my favorite narrators and um that would be um Emily Zeller Emily oh she's awesome I love her work so much like yeah I'm I'm just like man like if she's like she's such a good narrator like I'm just like oh so good there's there's so many who are great too but like that's like at the top of my head right now in my brain me I'm just like she's amazing um, I love what she she did with that series in particular. It's like it's so good. Yeah, totally. I mean, not only a, a great performer and voice artist, artist, she's very nice. She's very oh, sweet. I love her. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Those are always a little like extra poof, you know, like, yay, yeah. they're not an asshole. <laughs> Important. Yeah. 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 They're nice. Yay. Yeah. No, she's yeah. awesome. I have not read or listened to that series. I may have to pick it up. Do it. It's so good. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Like okay. it's real real good I love it has there ever been a part or a book that got away whether you know scheduling or you thought you may not have been the right person for some odd reason I mean imposter syndrome here we go do you have one of those books or or roles um yeah like I definitely auditioned for some really cool stuff I'm like oh man like this would have been awesome to be a part of um ultimately like I'm very used to like I have a very very tough skin after so long and just especially in like other aspects of the industry I'm just like oh it's okay I'm really sad that apparently that there's like a court of thorns and roses like audiobook adaptation with like multiple actors and like I had no idea I didn't hear of it or anything I was like oh snap I would have loved to have like read for that or something so I was like it's like man missed the bus there um and then like in the past there have been some books I really wanted to do but um you know life got in the way either be like personal emergencies or like stuff just didn't especially with the pandemic like starting everything like it was kind of a nightmare but yeah definitely um keeping an eye out (laughs) out for um, if they need more actors for for that type of dealio. But um, yeah. No, that's, that's one of the reasons why I love talking to you guys, because it used to be what, maybe five. No, well, I've been doing this series in June for about eight years, but yeah, you like, I I was looking at your website. Like it's crazy. There's so much here. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. And so books have been, you know, a lot of books have been around for, I mean, books on tape. It used to be, I mean, I still have my vinyl Pinocchio from when I was a child um, from Disney. Yeah. It still plays rather well. Um, but it's it's only maybe about maybe five or six years this way that we're getting to know the narrative a little bit more, whether it's because they're on social media. And now thanks to TikTok, um, <laughs> we get a lot more videos of you guys, whether you've done a bunch of those, like, so can you be a narrator? Here's a script and read it out loud. So I'm watching and I'm like, can she be a narrator? Shit. Look at her kill this. <laughs> 
Yeah, I've wanted to, um, I've wanted to start filming like um, as um, the books I'm doing are coming out, I want to start filming like behind the scenes excerpts, like in the booth and like put those out there. It's just a matter of like getting the time to do that because people seem to really, really like it. I'm like, that'd be cool. Yeah, we definitely can pick up. Okay, let's be honest. We can pick up when sometimes you phone it in versus, oh my gosh, she really liked it. I'm not saying anybody phones it in, but it just seems that way, right? There's just sometimes something doesn't click or it could be maybe you're a mood reader or listener and sometimes maybe it's not clicking for you and you think that way. But when the narrators are raving about a book or there's just something in their tone, Uh, I'm going, ha, they really like that book. Yes. I'm like, I'm picking that one up. There's um, yeah. Speaking of that, there's a there's a book that um I I did that um I I can mention it because it's up on the Audible page for pre-order. Um, but um I just finished it for um Podium. It's like a retail. It's called Secret Beast. It's like a retelling of Beauty and the Beast. It is uh-huh. like I I love this book, you guys. Like please <laughs> go go check it out. Like I am very excited. <laughs> Yeah, it's um part of the it's the first book in the Beast of Bishop uh, Bishop Landing. Yes. And dual narration, it seems, right? Yeah, dual narration. Gregory um, Salinas. Yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of this book. That's good. <laughs> I'm like, I would read the shit out of this, even if I was part of it. <laughs> so um in- enjoy. It's quite just it's quite spicy. <laughs> <laughs> we do have those listeners that are. I think there's almost like two camps, I would say. One yeah. that really needs, there needs to be um, a plot and uh, to drive the story forward yes, yeah. with the sexy times included, that's fine. But as long as it's not used as a filler. Yeah, no, the, it, exactly. Yeah. And then the other camp is the ones that prefer more of the spiciness and some, maybe a little bit of plot and character development, yeah. but more than spicy. So people have picked up the books because they're like, there was too much sex. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would say this one is, is pretty balanced. Like I definitely like for a lot of stuff that I read for, for leisure, like I definitely um, <laughs> like the plot ones with the stuff, um, yeah. spiciness in there, like sprinkled. Um, but you know, the stuff that's just spiciness, that's fine too. Like sometimes yeah. it's like, I just want to escape to a choke me fay daddy world and it's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we all have a type book yes. boyfriend anyways. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, either way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we have it. I mean, when you're, when you have to do some mundane task at the, around the house or at the job in cubicle world, you know, what you put in your ears is going to help you get through the freaking day and whatever it is that makes you happy. That's yes. what you listen to and no shame on that. No shame. Absolutely not. No. Face, no judgment zone. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that I discovered about you and totally fell in love with you even harder is that not only do you read these things and as far as the books and the animation and the video yeah. games, but you also cosplay. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also something too that's been more in the forefront I think even more so now that with the pandemic, because you would only traditionally see cosplay at a run festival or a Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah. You know, but now like they're all over the place. They're everywhere. And and we can see it. And they're even doing like, instead of boudoir, you know, boudoir or photo shoots and stuff like that, now they're doing cosplay photo shoots. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, cosplay, boudoir, photo shoots. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have a favorite uh, cosplay that you do character-wise? 
That's a good question. I just really love Final Fantasy. Probably surprising nobody. Um, <laughs> I um I was ma- I was doing more cosplay um back before I moved from Ohio. Um, I actually sold most of my stuff to be able to help fund my move to Texas. But I still still have some pieces. I've still got um I've still got my Tifa Lockhart, which has um been one of my favorites, and um. I also have like my Renoa cosplays from Final Fantasy VIII, which is my favorite game of all time. You guys, I love that game so much. And um, I still have my Laura Croft. It's um, it's been a minute since um, I have donned them because with the pandemic, like like you're saying, like normal, you would wear them at like um, comic cons and stuff. Um, but I have them. Might break them out again soon. I do have oh super super secret special blah blah blah. Um, I do have a peak cosplay from Attack on Titan. I have not worn yet or photographed, but it is coming. Ooh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. I mean, considering that yeah. you, you if you though if you have done any of those characters to yeah. have that you know the voiceover while you were cosplaying at the same time. That's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am unfortunately I have not voiced Renoa, Laura Croft, or Tifa, but I do voice Peak and Attack on Titan. So. Yes. Uh, keep an eye out <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it, it's I it was like oh she likes to dress up <laughs> yeah and like not just a not like a cute tank top or a shirt that looks like the no she's full-on like wig makeup boots whatever the costume calls yeah. for yeah. <laughs> it's in it you know she's in it like 110 percent yeah and it's fucking awesome <laughs> oh thank you I, I love doing it it's really fun it's it's another form of art it's another yeah, form absolutely. of letting you know your your freedom ring of sorts um and just it's another creative outlet i think and yeah absolutely the amount of work that goes into i mean some of these individuals that do cosplay work they're amazing make, and then they make everything from the accessories ah. to the outfits and i'm like joanne fabric sells them now even specific cosplay fabric i know it's so crazy you mentioned that because i was um I targeted ad, of course, but like, I literally saw like, um, Joanne fabrics, like make a post specifically for like an anime convention. I was like, I remember back in the old times when, um, nobody like, like they did no idea. It wasn't even on their radar. Like, no, um, can never find the proper black. That's not shiny enough to make it look like a leather of sorts. That wasn't leather. Yeah. It's crazy. And now Michael's even has almost sort of like a 3d printer of sorts but almost like a welding tool it's almost like a combined of both for you to be able to create those accessories so whether it's an you know a knife a sword a gun a belt tool i don't know that is wild yeah and thanks to add to your costumes that are more 3d ish i'm like i only had the time yeah that isn't that isn't that the case like yeah time it's needing the time yeah and i'm like so I, i admire those artists and that's what you guys are complete artists when it comes oh. down to all this stuff that you guys do from the audiobook stuff to the you know the games to the ones that do all the car- you know the clothing and stuff I'm like I wish I knew how to sew <laughs> I can go in a straight line I can make you a pillow or a scarf right now that's <laughs> as good as I go so if your cosplay ever needs something like that let me know I'll hit you up <laughs> yeah, like um, I all my all my stuff, like um, I I would sew like you know from scratch and everything, and like it would might look fine on the outside, but the inside is an absolute nightmare. Like it looks so ugly, but you would never know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never know. <laughs> oh yeah, those are a bit some of my stuff too, and I'm like, it's okay, no one's gonna see you, baby. It's okay. What's it's, okay, what counts yeah. is on you know in this case, it's the outside, not the inside. Photos, <laughs> like it's gonna be fine. No one's gonna, no one's gonna know. How are they gonna know? No one's gonna know. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> 
you're gonna know. No one's gonna know. <laughs> yeah, for those that are not on TikTok, that was one of those sound memes. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. TikTok. I'm like, how is TikTok free? Like, how is this app free? It's oh, so so it's it's starting. I mean, they, they already started to do a couple months, you know, the, the with the I creator know. monetations and stuff like that. Sooner or later, I'll get to that point where they'll have they'll be able to offer something for the creators. Yeah, it'll that be would, good. that would be um like a pro account of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, again, I give it to you guys because I'm like, yeah, you guys are going to get pre-made videos from me and graphic work with audio over it. Um, and maybe my voice, but that's as far as it goes. Uh, oh, my dogs are my cats. That's what you guys are going to get on my TikToks. Um, because you're not seeing this face. I'm just not, I'm camera shy. <laughs> that is fair yeah um but I love the fact that you guys are out there and a lot of more narrators are getting TikToks and using Instagram as well as another tool to hang out with the, with the listeners yeah we love that cool yeah yeah because we love to get to know you guys along you know what's your go-to thing when you're like what's okay look here's a question what's your favorite snack my favorite snack oh my god Urgh, let me think. Um, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. It doesn't have to be healthy. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Yeah, we'll have I our need... cheat days. <laughs> if I had it, like, if I don't, I don't eat it often, but I really, I really love flaming hot cheetos. Like I know that you could like those on fire and like they could survive a nuclear Holocaust, but, uh, I really like <laughs> flaming hot cheetos. <laughs> I know they have a mac and cheese with that now. Right. What? No, I had no idea. Oh, That's yep. There's two types. I'll, oh I will God. send you pics because it's in my pants because of my kid. Um, <laughs> so I did. <feel> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flaming Hachi. Okay. Got it. What's your favorite holiday? Halloween. hundred percent. I had a feeling. <laughs> I love spoopies. I love spoopies. I love horror movies. I love horror books and I like dressing up. So it's Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> So are you one of those that does, if you were to decorate your house and if you do, um, do you go like more like morbid, gross kind of horror, or do you do like more be cutesy stuff that's still Halloween? Like where, oh, do, you, where do you go? Mix between the that's two? That's a good question. So I, <laughs> I kind of have some stuff up here round. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit of a witchy person. So I've got like, I've got like this very beautiful altar I keep up year round. And then um, I also... I collect um, morbid um, macabre artwork. That's just my hobby. Like I just collect like macabre artwork. So my wall above my desk is just covered <laughs> in very beautiful macabre artwork that I have framed. Um, yeah, one of my favorite pieces that I've had for years is um, it's this black and white, almost looks like, um, it's not quite like a pencil sketch, but it looks like, like just like kind of like messy, like line art. And um, it's this well, and um, there is a young man who is who's like in armor and he's pulling a decapitated head out of the well of this beautiful girl's face. Her hair is like trailing into the well and her body is like discarded outside of the well. It's so creepy. I love it. Um, now you guys know so much about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, shopping for you is easy though. I mean, gift cards to Joanne Fabric yes. and Michaels for, for cosplays or, you know, or framing work, you or know, for your macabre. Yeah. 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 Anything exactly. like black chandeliers or artwork and stuff like that. Spooky, you know? Oh, it's yeah. 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 Like spooky. <laughs> like, um, I, I like, I like, it's, it's so funny because I have like this very dark artwork up, but then like my room's like all pastels and like, 
it's like dark furniture, but it's like, it's like, um, I tried to make it like fairy witch grotto is the theme of my room. So and, and got like little, like little mushroom wreaths and, Aww. you know, these, these images, there's some just that are very beautiful images, but like some, some of them are very, very spoopy and, um, yeah, so it's like a mixture of like flowers and like fae and like, oh, there's like a bathtub suicide being framed. That's fine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I am a firm believer that um, yeah. you should treat your house as a, an extension of who you are yeah. because it's one of those things that you're in here, especially nowadays, way more often than you're oh, not. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm I'm just like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Vibe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've redone some of the rooms in these past few years. I've literally said, fuck it. And wow. um, some of the Halloween stuff did not get put away because uh, I'm I, the I same way. That. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And so they're all over my, uh, my office. I'll have to show you, send you some pictures and, and I have my crystals everywhere and here and there. And, and uh, yeah. And I, I, I go, one of my things that I love is I have a moon shelf. So it's the shape of a crescent moon. Oh, gorgeous. And it has a bunch of my crystals in there. And it's like, I have it out in the open. People can see it. Um, Yeah, fun stuff and uh, all sorts of things. And so when I go out, when I used to go out traveling, the last time I went was to Savannah, Georgia. And as you know, that, I mean, I would hope you know, uh, it's very spooky at times down there. There's a lot of history there. And um, when I went to one of the uh, cemetery tours, the Ooh. gift shop that yeah it's great I did like two of those uh, one that was more historical but still some like good stories and another one that was just flat out scare your ass off kind of thing oh my gosh it's so cool yeah and um she had a thing it was almost like a, a family it's yeah. like the Celtic life tree of life Ooh. but it was it was done in like in a metalwork and it was really nice and like that's now sitting above my entry doorway oh I love that that's Inside beautiful the yeah and it's one of those things where I'm like you know what fuck it yeah. <laughs> it stays out <laughs> Oh, whatever. Yeah. You don't like it. You don't got to come in. <laughs> right. If anybody's yeah. coming into my house, I'm sure they know me well enough that they would expect certain things. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you would hope. So, but sometimes, yeah. you, you know, you, it's one of those, like, I know that I tend to warn people like that may not have been over. I'm like, listen, I got four yeah. dogs and two cats. And yeah, yeah. yesterday, last night, I, 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 um, I became another kitty kitty. Um, there was an orange tabby that came up to our front porch almost right a tree and my you know I'm getting the 911 call from my son who's coming home from work like at 9 30 he's like come out here now I'm like is everything okay because you know mother instincts at yeah, first you need to come out here now I'm like oh my god and then he's like look at this precious little thing I'm like fucking hey bro oh, oh, yeah but yay cat it's a cute little kitty cat I mean maybe a couple of weeks I want to say maybe about five oh. or maybe six or seven years you know weeks old and then my husband's walking the dogs and he's now in the backyard with them at night, uh, maybe around 1030, almost 11 o'clock. And he goes, he, I get a text and he goes, there's another one. I'm like, another oh, one? What? A billionaire? Did we find another money? Billionaire? <laughs> and he goes, no, like a kitty. And they're like this. So yeah. So my son grabbed them both and they've been in our bathroom. <laughs> so, so I tend to warn people. Um, I rescue individuals and, and animals and uh, you'll oh, see some witchy God. stuff around. And uh, my dining room is almost like a medieval Renaissance room, armor room. So yeah. That is so cool. I love that aesthetic. Yeah. Oh God, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But hopefully if you're ever here in Florida, you'll definitely have to come over and hang out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> see all the aminals. 
I know. Yeah. It's, it's, they're fun. I've, I've got two cats and yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And I, I love them. And then, um, for my birthday, like I love, I love hiking and, um, it's funny. Cause like, I'll usually listen to audiobooks, like specifically fantasy audiobooks while I hike. It's one of my favorite things to do. In and, case uh, a fairy pops out and you know, yeah, yeah, just like, I'm just like literally oh, I have a funny story. Hang on. I'll tell you in a minute, but, um, uh, for, um, last year for my birthday, I went to the redwoods to go hiking. It was magical. I loved it. And then, um, this year I drove up there again with, um, my fiance, uh, to, to hike. And, um, one of the days it was, it was raining. And, um, we were like, oh, we can't hike. So we'll get food and, um, found a dog just walking along the side of the road. And oh my God. I was like, is that a dog or a bear? Cause like, it was, she was so, <laughs> so fluffy and like, it's either a dog or like a baby bear. So we stopped the car and he came over and, um, he hopped in the back of our car and he didn't have any collar tags, took him to the vet, no chip. So he's my dog now. And I have a dog <laughs> and, and I love him. And he's like my secret little old man. He's like six or seven years old. Uh-huh. And he's like the sweetest dog ever. I don't know where he came from or what happened because he was literally in the middle of nowhere, but um, he's mine now. <laughs> yeah. Unf- yeah. Unfortunately, people tend to drop dogs I off in the middle of that. nowhere in the hopes that they won't find their way home and fill in the blank for the reasons why, but still yeah. not excuse. No. And I'm like, I'm just so glad because it was literally like, it started hailing when we found him. And I'm like, who? And he's just the sweetest dog ever. I need he just got in the back of the car. He just he hopped in our car like and I was like okay and then like, I'm I ready to go <laughs> yeah and um where we were staying um it wasn't pet friendly so I actually um you checked out early oh and um no <laughs> I checked out early and I drove I drove six hours it was like 10 p.m at night by the time we checked out and found him and I drove six hours to have um, a place where we could stay with him legally <laughs> Oh, the things we do for our pets. Um, I know. And, um, and next morning, like I like slept for like three hours and like took him to a vet and everything. And I'm like, he's okay. And he's, 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 he's a little bear and I love him. And now I have a hiking buddy. So yeah, no, they know animals know when they, they, they you know, when they find people and like the fact that he just got in the car, he's like, okay, I'm ready. Let's go. What are you waiting for? I literally came out around the car and like he he crossed the road over to me like damn and, you're finally here <laughs> yeah and I was like hey like you want you want to go home you want like and he just like opened the door and just hopped in I was like you are so well behaved <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no they're great I I love my love puppies it. and uh, yeah. even as they're old and stuff like that um they're still puppies this yeah, dog yeah. always sounds like harsher I'm like puppies kittens yeah. <laughs> do you do those voices not especially with you being all this like yeah. again you have the gamut are you doing all these different weird voices and have that dog just look at you like really mom seriously I yeah like um it's really cute because like you know I, I spend um a lot of my time like recording and he'll just lay like right outside of the booth and just like watch me and oh. um yesterday I had to, um, do like some blood curdling screams for, um, for oh. a role. And, um, my, my, like he was concerned, but like, it's really funny. Cause like one of my cats, she always like comes over and meows and like thinks I'm trapped in there. And she's like, are you okay? Like, meow, like, are you okay? Like, or if I've been in there a really long time, she's like, I'm just checking on you. Meow. <laughs> yep. Cute. I'm like, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Do I need to send for the guards or, you know, like the army or somebody to come over and get yeah. you? Yeah, it's feeding time and girls gotta eat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
Oh yeah, they make life interesting in the best of days, and oh. and they are there for you when they're you're not having the best of days. So it's something that I am very much yeah. on to rescue. Um, and I even tell like I you know like my kids rescued as well, uh, and he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, and I'm like, yep, see, you were cute, so I had to keep you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Yeah. And, uh, and now like we have these two little kittens and one of them is like, maybe not even five or six weeks old and loud. Oh, so we're trying to figure out names. Oh, I love. Yeah. He's been wanting a cat for a long time, but I'm like, no more pets. Cause the one thing they don't tell you, and again, it's a morbid conversation and a lot of people don't t- want to have it, but you yeah. don't realize that sooner or later their time is, is with you is no longer in existence yeah, and you have to make hard decisions and stuff like that. And that is so difficult very hard and i'm looking around my house and i'm going motherfucker how was it fuck me dead um <laughs> yeah <laughs> i am going to go through this how many more fucking times Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah but it's hard it's so worth it though like yeah so rewarding yeah mm-hmm. yeah when they look at you with that face and then then they stick their head in your in your lap and, and they're like what are you doing you're doing nothing so pet me let's go me. why aren't you petting me yeah <laughs> Yeah. And when they take care of you, like, they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just singing. Uh- <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Speaking of singing, um, is there a song or what is a song that when it comes up, no matter where you're at, so even in public, at the grocery line in the freezer section, <laughs> that when that thing comes on, that song comes on, you're singing or shimmying and dancing. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I love all kinds of music. Um, I'm also really hardcore into like Broadway musicals. So if anything from Hades Town comes on, it's over. Like it's over for me. Like I love that musical so much. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, yeah. So literally like any, any, any of the songs, any of the songs, but um, there's um, a phenomenal actress who um, plays Persephone in um, the uh, recorded cast recording of it. And um, her name's Amber Gray. And I'm like, oh, we share a name. <laughs> and she's amazing. So um, if uh, her any of her songs come on, I'm like, oh, it's time. It is time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those are always fun. It's like, they always play. I mean, you can never, you don't remember that. It's one of your favorites sometimes. Yeah. You yes. haven't heard it in ages. And it's right when you're in the supermarket. You know, usually for me, it's about like in the freezer section and I'm like, really? Okay, fine. Here we go. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I was at the, I was at the gym the other day and this dude next to me on the treadmill, he was just, he was just jamming. He was singing. I'm like, man, like good for you. Like, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I like it when I'm driving and because I sing when I'm in the car. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. but I love it when I look at another car, either in front of me or beside me, and they're just jamming. I'm like, they're singing, they're moving, their arms are going, they're totally into the performance okay. they're giving you. And I'm like, I love that energy. I love it. <laughs> so good. Yeah. It, it's, it's really a good kind of thing to, you know, to have that outlet. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when you're going to the day job, you put some metallic on to get you pumped up, you know, you're good. <laughs> Absolutely. You work with words all day long because that's what you do for life and a living. What is your favorite word? Not the same question as what your favorite curse word is, but what's your favorite word? This is such a good question. <laughs> so my favorite word of all time is defenestrate, which means to throw out a window. And that's why it's my favorite word. 
didn't know there was a word that specifically is to throw out the window. Like you it's just throw it out the window. To throw out of a window. Yeah. It's my favorite word of all time. Cause I think it's fucking hysterical. How do you say I it again? It a little bit, um, defenestrate. And I know it has a little bit of a darker meaning, but I mean, it fits with my personality. Um, they would, they would, um, they would execute people by throwing out of windows mm-hmm. uh, from towers in, in old days. But it's also just a really funny word, like defenestrate. Like I'm going to defenestrate you. Like that's a great threat. <laughs> I'm going to throw yeah. you out of the window. <laughs> yeah. It almost sounds almost like a bit of a spell, like the Harry Potters, you know, like it would be like the yeah. you know? Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> I, I took, I took um, Latin for a handful of years um, instead of a language that people actually spoke, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, it literally like, um, like the, 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 the D like the day, like is um, out of and f- fenestrate, like fenestra fenestrate like a window so it's literally just means out of a window and like the action of throwing out of a window <laughs> wow learn something new every day but I do like that word you know yeah nice. it's a good word it's a yeah. good word. and and it's also one of those like most people probably won't know it and it's like oh what does she mean by that and like don't piss me off and find out yeah it's like dead like what do you mean you're gonna defenestrate me I'm concernicus <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like google it google is your friend uh, yes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness, Google it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's for sure. Um, there was a line in a book years ago. Uh, he was like a rock star, and she was, I think she was asked to be like an extra in one of the videos, but she was supposed to actually be one of the assistants and all that fun stuff. Um, and she had no clue who this guy was. Yeah. And she had these basic questions, you know that you get you know that you have been asked of him a thousand times already and he turns to her and say google is your friend <laughs> and ever since then there. i've completely stolen it and it's like what i say like google is your friend go go yes. use it please go talk to them and get the information that's great it's like there's literally there's so much at our fingertips all the time with yeah our phone and the internet i have random questions always i'm like i what is this i'm just gonna google it and be like oh yeah cool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or like when someone's, you know, like I think I was watching a TV series, like, and my husband's like, "Man, I know, I know him from somewhere, and I can't remember." Do you remember? Like, go Google it. What show are we watching? What is the character name? Just Google that way and go backwards. Yeah, goes, right. Oh, yeah, I'm like, right. oh my oh, god, oh my god. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Fair. It's 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 a fun kind of thing when I'm like, how do you how do you find that, Viv? And I'm like, I'm resourceful. <laughs> It's scary sometimes, but hey, I can put you in a jar. It's okay. We're good. Wizardry of the internet. <laughs> yes, yes. So with that being said, if that's your favorite word, what's your favorite curse word? Oh my gosh. I mean, like, probably fuck. Like, it's just so versatile. You could use it for so many different reasons and in different ways. Um, I don't have anything creative, but uh, do you have a creative <laughs> personal favorite? <laughs> Oh, no, I, I use fuck as a verb, adjective, and a pronoun and a noun. So um, that's yeah. definitely my, my go-to one. I will say that um, the, the Spanish ones, because I'm bilingual, those can come out. And also, it's not just oh. one. It's sometimes it's like a, a row of a bunch of them back to back. Oh, yeah. And because, awesome. Yeah, because the different language, it just sounds really good. I mean, even when you do it in English, you kind of go like, fuck shit, motherfucker, God, damn, you know, right. But there's a different cadence to it. In Spanish, it just rolls off your tongue. Almost like Ooh, one. Word. Yeah. I love yeah. So, yeah. That's so cool. It depends on the mood and what I'm cursing about. Uh, 
Because, you know, you can do the, oh, my God, this is so fucking awesome. Do the, oh, my God, what the fuck is going on? You know, so. But fuck's a good one. For sure. Yeah. And you have, yeah. And you actually have an array of options to how to use that with all your talented gifts of voiceover. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So I can only imagine. I'm like, was that her good fuck? Like something good happened or like, oh, we should like not ask her about that. Yeah. (laughs) Amber, before we go, can you tell us what you're currently working on and what's coming out next for you that you of course can share? Yeah. I mean, um, I'm working on a little smorgasbord of stuff. Um, uh, as far as books go, um, Secret Beast is the only one that I can currently mention that's um, coming out. Otherwise, um, there's stuff that's already out for me. You could check it out. Um, in in the anime world, um, I recently announced that I am voicing um, Ost in um, the Rising of a Shield Hero dub season two. So you could check that out. And um, Yar, just uh, just super excited to have been here. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for being part of this year's audiobook loving series. Uh, it's been a blast getting to know you, and you know we always have something in common in, with people, right? Whether yeah, it's the books yeah. that we listen to or read, or uh, the inner gothic girl, um, or the cosplay yes, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's great chats, and I know sometimes people will pick up a book that they may have never picked up simply because they know the narrator and they're like that's a nice guy or that's a good you know I was gonna say good girl but like no that's a different conversation Um, (laughs) ever since entering romance in my life I can't say things like good boy a good girl when it comes down to other people because it's taken the other way Oh yeah, 100% totally get it yeah but thank you again for being part of the series it's been so much fun I hope you've had fun too and everyone And everyone, thanks again for hanging out with us today. And we hope you've enjoyed this interview as well as the series. Make sure to follow Amber on social media because she has some fun stuff already up there. And she's already promising us we're going to get even more fun stuff. Hint, hint. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) if you're not following her, no worries. We will be providing you with the links over on the audiobook loving series page at Viviana and Chanches of Books. And until next time, happy listenings. Yes, happy listenings. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us in the Audiobook Lovin' series, hosted by Viviana, Enchantress of Books. We hope you have enjoyed this episode, as well as the series. We've included audio samples of our guests' work within the post for you to check out. Please make sure to visit the main page, link within the post, to learn more about the series, the authors, and the narrators. Please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to the series if you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms and subscribe to the Viviana Enchantress of Books newsletter. Until next time, happy listening. Audiobook Lovin' hopes you've enjoyed this program 